welcome back to Paranormal. It's uh, your favorite non-investigative spooky story podcast. And I'm Nicolina, and I'm here with my son. Um, it's my week with Cody Crane. Welcome, Cody, to the podcast for it's the second week in a boy. row. boy. You thought I'd only be in here one week, but no, they're sharing me now. They're just like, come on with just Nicolini. Come on with just uh, Marie. <laughs> Nicolini. Oh, the amount of different names I've had in my lifetime that has been just butchered over the years. Nicolini, Nini. Well, I I think I owe it to the listeners of saying the full thing. Nicolini Savoncini, get a shirt going. How about that? What yeah, well, it might catch on. It might catch on. Uh, speaking of of merch and shirts and stuff. Guys, we, uh, we're we heading in September into our fifth year of Paranormal, which uh, means that we've been working, well, we've hired someone to work on a brand new logo and likeness of Marie and I. So we've got it. We know what it looks like. And we'll be launching that on as our new cover art from here on out. Anyone who's got our merch from the last five years, that stuff is is now going to be expired. It's going to be maybe throw it out. more one day. Oh. I don't know. It's expired. You got to throw it out. No, throw it's out it, yeah. Shirts. It's 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 uh. That's not the word I was looking for, but that's what I said. Um, it's at Paranormal, canceled. they set their shirts to unravel at the three year mark. <laughs> it's planned obsolescence uh, for our merch. No. So, no, but if you have some of our old merch, if you got our stickers, blah, 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 that, that's, hold on to it because you never know. It's uh, very unique and it could have been, you know, maybe we'll get huge and you'll be part of the, the OG logo gang. So, but the new logo is fierce. It's really cool and I'm excited to launch it. So, I don't September. even know what it is. No, Cody has no idea. Um, Am I on fun. it? You're not. Mm, <laughs> what no. the hell? Um, but like you, I mean, you know what? Maybe in a way you could be because there are little entities around us in this logo, and maybe you are one of those entities. Who are the other ones? They're just ghosts. They're little <laughs> no, little ghosts. It's me so. and my buddies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that so yeah, that's just some some little updates for you guys. And Marie is super sick, and I was in Newfoundland last week, so I wasn't able to record. And yeah, so that's why I'm here with with Cody once again. And I wanted to, you know, Newfoundland. It's an old old area. I feel like there was so much haunted shit there, but yeah, wasn't really willing to go down that that rabbit hole. So um, maybe one day when I go back. But I am going to North Carolina next week. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll. I feel like the U.S. has way more haunted haunted locations. Uh, U.S. listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but North Carolina is the most haunted of the Carolinas. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. But I do think that there are some haunted locations we've done there. So we'll see. 
I'm there I, for four days. I stayed at a hotel in North Carolina on the way to uh, Florida to go to Universal Studio, and the hotel in North Carolina did look like murders happened there. <laughs> what hotel was it? Because I'm also staying at a hotel, and I want to avoid that one. I don't remember. I I think it was like like not like a days in but like something oh, like that. Oh, I was going to say perhaps. if it's a Hamptons Inn, that's the one I'm staying I, at. It might be. That might have been it. I remember what I remember because I was young for this, but I remember going into the hotel, uh dropping my stuff off, my mom going into the washroom and then coming out and being like no one's allowed to use that shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, North Carolina is also a not like a, it's a small state, but it's not. There's many cities. So like what city did you stay in when you were in North Carolina? My mom just told me North Carolina. Just in North Carolina. <laughs> it's like when Americans say Canada as if it's one city. It's just it's just Toronto. Yeah, I'm not sure where I was too young to know really where we were passing sure. through. I just knew sure. that it, we were in North Carolina and I'm not. OK, North Carolinans, I'm not trying to say that all hotels are bad like that. It was just happened to be the one I was staying with just that was off, off the highway or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we just well, stopped by there. It could have been worse. Well, speaking of off the highway, we're going to do some trucker stories later. We're going to do some hometowns from the truckers of the world. Yeah, I set you up for that segue. You did. You just right lobbed it right up. I just watched a uh, a horror trucker uh, film. You did? Yes. Um, what? Well, I no, I guess it wasn't. A, well, yeah, there's a truck. There's transport involved. Uh, but it was uh, the original <laughs> Hitcher movie. The Hitcher. Oh. Have you seen The on Hitcher? One. No. On what? I don't know. Uh, no. Like, what streaming? <laughs> like, did you download it? What did you do? I watched it on Crave, which I don't okay. know. Like, Crave is basically, it's kind of like Canada's HBO Max plus a little bit more, I think. It's like, isn't it like a Hulu or something? Or is that more? No, Hulu's affiliated no. with Disney Plus, though. Right, 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 right. So, but, uh, yeah, I watched the original one, which I think is from the 80s, I want to say, uh, with uh, Rutger Hauer in it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I'm but just saying all things it. that, yeah, it's it's very interesting. They made a, they did a remake that I think has Sean Bean, I believe, uh, but the remake is not as good, I believe. Okay, well... I'll take a look. I subscribe to Crave, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's very low quality on there. It's like uh, put on Crave yeah. in full screen, which is weird. Yeah, Crave <laughs> is weird for a lot of. Uh, it's a hit, hit and miss. A lot of shows I find are low, low quality, like seven eighty, seven twenty p. Like it's very odd. Oh, this one's like two thirty p. Oh shit! Okay, maybe no. I, I don't know if it's that bad. I don't know if it's that bad. That's it's really bad. bad. It's bad at first because like it was one of those like title sequences. I don't know if you've ever had this with like the full screen on a widescreen TV. Yes. But, yeah. But for the title sequence specifically, even though it's full screen, they do widescreen for the title sequence. 
but oh. it's still in the four scr- a full screen dimension. So it's just a very small like block in the middle of your TV. Oh that is Jesus! Video. So oh, I was God. like, "Is this how the whole movie is going to no. be on my TV?" Um, I wouldn't. I couldn't have tolerated that. Uh, but then it went away from it after the like credit sequence. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. As long as it moves away from that, even when it's those the widescreen, I'm just like, this whole movie better not be in widescreen. I'm just turning it off. Just. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Um, so anyway, yeah, we're going to do some trucker stuff first. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about S- Spooked, obviously. And because uh, I saw Cody stole one of our guests. Um, so I just wanted to let him have oh, his chance to, to tell everyone. <laughs> I'm calling you. Up. No, it's just funny because well, I'm like, Cody actually found Lauren originally. Yeah. When I was going to we were doing say that. the yeah. podcast together during Marie's maternity leave. And I'm just like, yeah, he totally found her. And then we brought her on ours. And I'm like, he definitely has free reign to take her and put her on his. So. <laughs> yes, we had uh, Lauren on Spooked. So if you want to see, if you enjoyed Lauren on uh, Paranormal and want to see uh, Lauren uh, uh, predict more things for me as well as my skeptic co-host mm-hmm. and see that dynamic, then uh, check it out. Okay. Also, are you going to be at uh, Fan Expo as Fan well? Fan Expo. We yes, we plan on going to Fan Expo. Yes, uh, I haven't confirmed. Well, I haven't heard any confirmation of what's what dates we're going. Mm. I assume that we're gonna do something similar to Comic Con, where we go like for the bo- to the booth for a few hours or something. Okay, I don't know. Well, but I know uh, that we're not we're not doing a live show because apparently we're just not worthy. So. No, yeah. I I specifically told them that. You told them that we shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do a live show. Um, I feel like we 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 did a live show would actually be pretty entertaining. Like if we could find a good person to share their their experience live with everyone, it would be fun. But I agree to disagree, I suppose. Uh no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like no, there's no like we're not we're not um exploring our acting chops live or anything like that we're not doing any improv that's like you know unique and uh there's no talent to showcase. <laughs> yes make that a shirt or a tagline paranormal no talent there's no talent <laughs> truthfully i there really isn't i mean there's talent in the fact that um Marie and I know how to uh, talk a lot, but that's about it. So, well, we got put on the Friday this time, Friday, August twenty sixth at four thirty p.m. Spooked okay. Okay. live at Fan Expo with guest go. Sean Cullen, legendary Canadian comedian Sean Cullen. Perfect. Can't wait. Well, I don't know if I'll be able to attend that one because it's a Friday and. I don't feel like driving to Toronto on a Friday <laughs> uh, for, at the middle, in the middle of the day. What the hell? You drove for that BJ Novak movie. You can't drive for me. You know what? And that was the last time. That was <laughs> the last time I drive anywhere for like drive to Toronto for anything. Like it was two hours for I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
the traffic is obnoxious and I haven't just can't do it anymore. So, well, I guess that's all I have just to say about that. It was two. I think it was two and a half hours. It used to take me like an hour max to get to Toronto. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, I I think uh, this is a three hundred person room this time. So we're a gonna three hundred person room. We're gonna wow. need you there. <laughs> that's big. <laughs> Is it is it the same venue as Comic Con? Um, yes and no. It's like it, it, you enter from the Front Street location instead because it's a bigger one. Okay. It's like a, right. this one's a bigger deal than Toronto Comic Con. Um, what is exciting about Fan Expo is that my cousin, who is actually extraordinarily talented, is also going to be there, and I would love if. She did something with us somehow. Um, she is uh, an artist by the name of Sugar Bones. And she has about... Real name? Her real name is Cheyenne. Oh. <laughs> and no, not... Sugar Bones. Is sugar Bones. So, yes, Sugar Bones is going to be there. I'm just promoting her because she's my cousin. She also just got engaged like the same week, last week, something like that. Um, and she has incredible art, uh, very much to our audience. So if you guys haven't checked her out, I would. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, she's going to be there. She's probably going to stop by the booth and she has her own very cool booth being planned. So she just did a massive mural in Hamilton, um, like on a, a brick, brick wall, brick building. Um, so yeah, she's a big deal. Anyway. First 20 minutes of the episode, 20 minutes of plugs, including people that aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry, guys. Um, all right. So I am going to share the first of a few trucker, trucker stories. This story is Nicolini Savoncini telling us about trucks. This is just a popular mechanics for kids. The, <laughs> the following story is told by Nicolini Savoncini telling a true story about automobiles, specifically <laughs> trucks. Okay. This is by the Gargoyle. Um, so it's there. These are relatively short stories, but. Okay, so here's a spook for you. And to this day, I still have no idea what the fuck. So I was in VA MD area and had a lot of work-related sites ranging from downtown Baltimore to Virginia Beach and all around. Friday wrapped up and I hit the road to some social arrangements I made for the weekend. Spent the weekend with friends out in various parts of VA, got dragged off to other places even further out, the usual weekend fun times. It's late Sunday night when I have to leave, or I'm not going to be able to get home in time to start my, thankfully, late afternoon Monday. I'm fully rested. I didn't do any drinking. I'm not into drugs. On the highway at about 3 a.m. in the middle of bumfuck nowhere between Roanoke and D.C., absolutely no one around. I'm cruising along in the left lane simply because nobody else is around. No headlights for the past hour, no, no taillights either. No road lamps either. It's dark, it's mildly damp, it's foggy. 
I have the music up. I'm feeling good. All is fine. And then I just happen to look to the left and there is a fucking dog barking at me. A German shepherd in a car passenger seat, somewhat blue glow from the instruments inside the car, and it's got its face to the window and it's barking its head off at me. I get a good hard look at it too because at first my brain is not registering that it's a cop car. I'm doing 90 plus in a 75. I promptly have the oh shit moment when the dog, the instruments, the white crown, Vic, light bar all click in my brain after a second hard look. I put my foot on the brakes and start slowing down hard but safe to pull over. I even put my blinker on to start shifting lanes over to the right to pull over because... Wait, there is no shoulder on the left side of the road. I look back to my left, where there is still no shoulder, room for another car, and it's just gone. No trace. I slammed my brakes and stopped in the middle of the fucking highway, flipped on my light bars, and even looked around and my hand held, with my handheld spot. There was nothing. No taillights, no headlights, no engine sounds, nothing. There are no tire marks in the damp but mine. And I can see for a nice long distance both ways too. Nothing. My vehicle had great visibility and a lot of extra lighting. There is no possible way somebody pulled a sneaky, let alone drove that fast on wet slope grass and rocks on my left side. So yep, there you have it. Ghost cop and his dog didn't like me speeding apparently. What's interesting about this is that the assumption that you should pull over, like the car driving beside of you and instead of a siren you're like oh that dog barking at me means pull over <laughs> well y- yeah 100 percent. i mean that really wasn't an indication to pull over at all but i guess he just like assumed okay this is what's going to happen next like the guy's going to turn on a siren and start like telling him to pull over so he just automatically thought that that was the thing to do but someone said that this it was likely a warning to slow down because you are gonna crash they saved your life interesting Mm -hmm. there you go another person said according to someone else in this thread when you are about to fall asleep you may start to hallucinate animals that might have been what was going on or you might have just seen a ghost I mean, he seems to seem he seems to feel like he was wide awake. And he says that I was wide awake. In fact, I was Mm -hmm. jamming along to music and everything. No idea what the fuck it was, but I sure as heck wasn't almost asleep. Maybe ghost cops dog doesn't like my singing. (laughs) Also, no headlights, no taillights. I hope their headlights and taillights were on at least. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Keeping their own car completely dark. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, (laughs) I'm a little bit confused why they would pull over without like that, a dog barking at them. Like a police dog wouldn't just be like head to the window barking at you either. No, no, that's really no, no, I don't. I mean, that's not usually my encounter with, uh, I, I feel like dogs don't go with like radar cops no i don't think so i th- like, I think that they would be in like a van typically i, I don't see them in like a. they're usually in security type situations or like in-house raids and things like that they're not usually 
pulling people over with their dog by their side. Yeah, I, uh, from my understanding, they're for drug purposes. But for the know. most part, yes, yeah. usually. Or like cad- cadaver dogs or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, this, anyway. if it was a ghost cop, then it was a cadaver dog. Yeah, maybe so. I'd love to know if something, uh, a cop died along that road with his dog or something along those lines. We'd, no one knows, I'm sure. But, um, all right. So here, here's another one uh, okay. from Ishvalan Warrior. My dad has several stories from hauling logs in Idaho and driving trucks through Utah and Nevada. My favorite is from actually just in his pickup going through Utah. He said there was a light keeping pace with him out in the desert on a moonless night. It kept pace for a minute before it disappeared and his truck turned off. He stopped and turned it on and pulled off at the next diner. The folks in the diner called it a common occurrence. The creepiest is when he was hauling logs in Idaho and was coming down from near Coeur Delane area during a snowy winter night he was pulling on chains before heading down steep grade and said all of the hair stood up on his body it felt like there was something watching him halfway down the switchbacks he saw a large figure standing on a 20 foot tall embankment as he got closer it jumped down and the shoulders were as tall as the cab in a single bound it leapt down and then leaped over to the other side of the embankment At the time, he thought it was a Sasquatch. Now he says it was probably a demon trying to make him crash. He didn't stop to remove the chains until he was well away from the mountain. Then someone said, Whoa, that actually reminds me of a story. I live in Spokane, which is about 45 minutes away from Coeur d'Alene. I was driving back from my aunt's in the dark one night and just hit a massive wall of fog. I turn the corner and a whole herd of deer come running down the road toward me. I slow down a lot so I don't hit them. Then, after another few seconds, I see a woman I see a woman standing in the street facing away from me with dirty clothes. The area I was in is known to have meth heads and heroin addicts, so I cracked the window and called out to her and asked if she needed me to call anyone. As soon as I spoke to her, her head whipped around and it looked like she was a burn victim. Huge lidless eyes, no eyebrows, Voldemort nose, and a mouth that looked like it had melted or sewn up or something. Then she ran off into the woods and I drove a lot faster than I should have home. All right. Well, you're probably fine at that point. I don't think you don't need to drive faster. You're in a car. Yeah. That is a, a, a <laughs> terrifying. That could have still been someone that needed help. <laughs> Could have still been someone that you needed help. Like, it's not, we're not verifying that that person wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but a terrifying, that is, um, see, that one, you know, some of these stories, when you're hearing them, that one seems a little too cinematic for my liking. It is a little cinematic. I will agree. I will agree. Yeah. However, there's another person who says that they were uh, in that area. Uh, at a pl- in in Bonner's Ferry, which is an hour away from Cor Delane De- Deline, and um, in one of the dorms, there was an eight foot shadowy figure that would just stare at you sleeping from across the room. The ceilings weren't that high, and there was a hunch to it, like a giant big fish. 
I was there for two years. I saw it about a year in, but new kids on their first night, um, like in residence, I guess there's a school in the area, everyone knew. And if you got transferred to that dorm, then you were warned in a joking way. It's been 15 or so years and I still get goosebumps writing that out. Of course, story going around that it was just a really tall staff member named Jeff um, that unalived himself. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh uh, because I didn't know what was going to happen. It seemed like you were going to say something that would convince me that the other story wasn't cinematic and then you talked about a hunched over fish ghost. I mean, yeah, it seems this one seems a little bit more cinematic than the previous. <laughs> well, this, um, this one seems like an hallucination. This, well, I mean, multiple people have seen this guy. This, I'm veering away from friggin' the highway stories with this one, but uh, I think people are just latching on to the fact that there's something going on in this Cordeline area. So if anyone knows of this area then please let me know. But anyway, this person was just saying that there's a lot of lot of weird, crazy coincidences that go on in that area. Well, um, anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I have a story about a highway close to my, uh, my folks' home, if you oh, want to hear it. I do. Well, uh, I'm actually going back there uh, tomorrow as we record this. Oh. Uh, So I'll be able to fully investigate this further. But as far as tale goes, which this is like the middle of nowhere, Ontario, where they live. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, And there's a dirt road kind of, I guess like dirt road, like express, like kind of like highway or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, and basically, there's no lights. There's no nothing. There's nothing there. There's right. It's just pure dirt road forest sure. along the sides or whatever. And the story goes that it was a guy uh, who would jog this uh, dirt road at night, right? And he would jog it every night, um, which to me is already terrifying. Uh, pitch black wilderness. There's a reason why I left the... Uh, the this area, yeah, this area. okay. Um, I don't like bears. I don't want to get dragged off by a cougar or a wolf or anything, <laughs> or coyotes. But so this guy passed away, and apparently, if you go through uh, this highway at night, you can see his people have seen his ghost jogging along. Oh, still okay. to this day. As is a, this like? Is it? Does he have like his own Wikipedia? Like, is there a name for this guy? No, I no. don't think so. This is just okay. um, it's a local uh, lore. People don't have internet out where my parents are. <laughs> They're not Wikipedia. They know my mom hasn't heard of Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Cool. Well, um, yeah, that's pretty creepy. So mm-hmm. you go back. You do your some real investigations and. Report back next time. I will. I'll bring my mom on. Yeah, I would love that, actually. <laughs> I would love to know the person who raised Cody Crane. Um, okay, so I've got another one from... Uh, well, this this kid is in the cab of his father's truck. So 
um, when I was a kid, I grew up as ghost for when I was a kid, I grew up in the cab of my father's truck. <laughs> he was a single father and I was on the road with him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, if he was going to pass near my grandmother's house, he would drop me off there for a week or so. I'm sure to give himself a break from a very young son in a very tight space. One time when he was nearing my grandmother's house, I remember crying because I didn't want him to drop me off. I love my grandmother very much, but I was attached to my father for some reason. Separation anxiety, I'm sure. Probably because he's your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. As I was sobbing, I started recognizing my surroundings and knew we were close. I decided the next song on the radio was going to be Dad's Song. So every time I heard it, I would think of him. I guess that's why they call it The Blues by Elton John came on the radio. So that chipper tune became the song I used to remember him by. That was in the early 80s, and I can't remember hearing that song over the last 20 years. Three years ago, I was driving to see my dad in the hospital, and I stopped at a truck stop for gas and snacks. What song should start playing over the truck stop speakers, but I guess that's why they call it the blues. I got a sick, nervous feeling. Was this a good omen or a bad one? I'm not superstitious, so I tried to dismiss it and chalked it up to chance. April 11th will be three years since I lost him. Surely it was just a random occurrence that I would hear that song going to see him for the last time, right? I'm not superstitious or religious, but I would sure like to see that old man again someday. That's nice. I yeah. that, That's a uh, that's a convenient song to play. Uh, not that I'm doubting it or anything like that, but it's just like it, it's, it's a good song to play. Like if you're leaving it to chance to what 100%. song plans... And that yeah. reminds you of your dad, then that like fits the tone that you're going for that you want as well. That's true. That is true. I also feel, but like also that was probably very a very popular song for the decade that he's talking about. Well, too. I, I like, think I think it's still not unlikely that that would play on the radio. Like it's just no, one hundred percent. That is a song that would play on the radio, but also there's many of those songs like it, he it could have there could have been many melancholy-esque oh, yeah. songs to choose to choose to relate to right like you're just as well, the next song is going to remind me of my dad and then talk dirty to me by poison please like, oh. i mean as a child <laughs> i would probably say okay no next one yeah next one. like i'd be like no no next one then <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that there there might be some coincidence to that uh rather than actual uh paranormal element but you never know never know um uh, i mean that's a a nice thing to remember and uh your dad if this person happens to be listening remember that your dad is always with you with those memories yes i like it um i'm inspired i also really want to listen to that song because it's a banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna do. I can do another one. Uh, there's there's quite a quite a bit. This thread is just ongoing. Um, so H. Dorset case. My grandfather told me the story about how he was driving west to east along an empty stretch of road in southern South Dakota. He stopped at a stop sign at an intersection with nothing in sight, no buildings, and no other vehicles. Then there was a bright light that hit him. He looked up and saw a bunch of blinking lights. Next thing he knew, he was at the counter of a diner about an hour down the road. 
It was about six hours later and he had no idea what had happened. He asked the person at the diner when he came in and the guy told him he came in about 10 minutes ago and just started drinking coffee without talking much. My grandpa told him that what happened, my grandpa told him what happened and the guy said something like, yep, that happens around here sometimes. Nothing weird ever happened to him again. He avoided that area for the rest of his life. He said he doesn't believe in aliens and doesn't know what happened, but I had a suspicion he thought he had been abducted and just never accepted it. He told me never to tell this story to other people, but he died years ago and most of the people who knew him are dead. So I figured it was okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you shouldn't have said it. You said that you would never tell. I mean, it's not my fault. <laughs> I think that if you were, because if you're saying a story like that, then you, uh, Obviously, believe in the paranormal. And if you believe in the paranormal and you mm -hmm. said to someone that you would never tell that story. I mean, he didn't say he said it. His grandfather told him not to. But well, if someone if tells you that passed mm -hmm. on not mm -hmm. to ever tell that story. Then you probably shouldn't or they're going to haunt you. I mean, it was his grandfather. So hopefully his grandfather doesn't haunt him. Huh? In a negative way. You never know what a vengeful grandparent will do. <laughs> There's a lot of them, eh? Mm -hmm. Grandparents are the worst. The the most they they really get you. They really grandparents just don't understand. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, I think I'll I'll wrap it up with with one more. When you were saying like a uh, highway trucker stories, the most obvious story that I was expecting was one of someone picking up a ghost hitchhiker. This one is a hitchhiker story, but they are the hitchhiker. So I'm not going <laughs> to. They're not the ghost. So uh, that would be good. I, I was hoping to find one here. Most of these are seems like more UFO type stuff. Um, That's also pretty common, I think. So this is, this is from the PAX 69. Uh, two okay. stories my dad has told me. While driving Pachesco Pass in California, he had an empty trailer and it was really windy, so it was swaying back and forth. He saw some girl walking through and he tried to merge lanes to avoid her and heard a loud bang. He thought he'd kill someone with the side of the trailer. When he could stop, he was looking for signs everywhere and there was nothing anywhere, not even a dent in the trailer. So maybe that was a ghost hitchhiker just walking down the road. I don't know. Um, second one was also in the Pacheco Pass. He saw some woman wandering on the side and stopped and let her in the truck and said she was dripping wet. Here it we wasn't go. raining. This is what yeah. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't raining. But there's this lake next to the freeway, so he thought she was swimming late at night in the lake. She's silent while he's driving after a little bit. He said he turned over to her, and there's no one there in his seat, and it's dry. I told him to tell the story of the girl that got in his car when we were at dinner with one of his trucker buddies, and when he starts off the story and his friend says, wait, that happened to me, and explains the same story, 
Apparently, back in the day, truck drivers would kill and throw people in the lake or just on the side of the road. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, I think, a big uh, problem with hitchhiking, right? That's what they warn you about. Of that's course. why you don't do it. Yeah. Um, so, but here's the thing. Okay. So, if you, this is multiple truckers that know each other. Yep. That see someone, like, even if you just pull over, and if I pull over my truck, I open the door and I say, oh, uh, come on in for a ride or whatever. And then I'm wait. This is what I do next. Wait, are you soaking wet? Uh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> you can't send my car. <laughs> I mean, they look like they're in distress, so they're obviously going to help them, I guess. I mean, he thought she was swimming. I don't know. But that if you think the person's swimming, then I wouldn't assume they're in distress. No, I agree. That doesn't put to me, I'm like, oh, you went for a swim in the lake? No, it seems Uh, like a you problem, and you need to figure your your life out, really. And, And I said soaking wet, but they specifically said dripping wet, too, which which is worse. Yeah. I yeah. don't want someone like I mean you're already if you're hitchhiking there's a certain danger for both people. Now, if you're hitchhiking and you're getting picked up and you're dripping wet and you were just swimming in a dark lake by the highway, I'm going to definitely assume that something is amiss here. And yes, with that, you, the, yes. Yeah, and the next thing that I'm going to see is... You out. Yeah, me knocked out in the gravel or bleeding out in the gravel <laughs> as this dripping wet woman uh, drives off with my car. Yeah, I mean, I guess given that there's... The, the power dynamics there, most men would assume that they'd be fine. Um, I don't. A, no, no, Cody doesn't have that security. I'm incredibly... Um, scared of women. Yeah, scared of women. I'm I, I'm Especially weak. wet women. I'm weak. I know that a... Uh, if, if there's a dripping wet woman that just came out of the, out of the water, I'm assuming that they work out more than I do. <laughs> That they are more active than I because I am just driving my car. They are backstroking in the lake. <laughs> Fair. And that's that's enough to be scared of them and say, no, thanks. Try the next guy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, someone said that Pacheco Pass has a very dark history and is supposedly haunted. So... That's apparently a known a known path, a known known th- stuff. Um, yeah, and they say the pass is cursed. So, who knows? Though that that, that I'd like to see if there's any famous famous ones from there. Like for an episode, fam- like Leo DiCaprio picks up someone. Exactly. <laughs> No, like a common, like maybe this girl is like a common, there's a string of them that they've documented somewhere. Yeah. Lots of this woman coming, dripping wet out of the lake. Yeah, the dripping wet lake lady, lake swimmer. I mean, I think a big, uh, and the the movie The Hitcher kind of touches on this, is uh, like a big part of um, like hitchhiking culture was... I think more so uh, like uh, homosexual men 
um, and uh, being able to do that kind of in secrecy back then in like the 80s and the 70s. Yeah, well, that was that we did a story on on. Oh, I can't remember. His name was Bowmeister. Yeah, Bowmeister. And he was notorious for he was a, a, a closeted gay man. He had a family but mm-hmm. would go and pick up hitchhikers and take them back to his residence when his family was not in town and kill them. And that property, the farm, is like extremely haunted. And that story will honestly stick with me forever. Like the the people, the occurrences that people have shared on that property are just mind-blowing. So, and they're all, they're all about hitchhikers um being picked up basically so i i think the con uh that there's a common thread of uh just like closeted uh men going there and an implication with like hitchhiking and everything and picking people up uh the murder part isn't as common yes (laughs) no that i think hopefully is in the one percentile of instances but it uh it has definitely led to some some paranormal stories have resulted from from that. It it was the original grinder, I believe. <laughs> Hitchhiking. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder if anyone I wonder if there's any good stories from like nice happy endings from uh i'm sure there i'm sure that like people found the love of their life hitchhiking yeah I'm that's sure what i'm there's saying there's a lot of stories like that well I'm, i mean you won't I'm, find them on this you won't find them on this show but actually i want you to meet someone <laughs> stop it right now um all right well um that's that's it for for hometown haunts um I uh, well, I'm gonna do some research on Pacheco Pass, and maybe I'll do a follow up on that. So that's it. Just that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> Stay spooky, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!